2001, uh, my boss at the time, Fumi Yonda, gave me a note to a man called Baba Femi Ojudu. I had only heard of him in the newspapers on television. He was one of those that fought Sani Abacha and other dictators to a standstill through his media platforms, the news magazine, Tempo magazine, and finally, after Democracy's Return, PM News. She gave me a note and said, you know, I think you will fight. I think you'll find him as interesting as you found me. And he picked up my writing, read them, writings on the piece of paper, read them, and gave me my very first column, which was called uh, uh, Today's Thoughts, um, um, uh, Musings of a Small Boy, I think, or something like that. Or Musings of a Young... It was Musings of a Small Boy, and they changed it to Musings of a Young Nigeria. Um, and that's how my writing career began. Uh, at the age of... I, I, I was 17. I was writing a column for a national newspaper. I cannot forget those big moments. Today, that man, a pioneer, I think that Temple Magazine was one of the most beautiful weeklies to come out of Nigeria. The writing, the depth, the storytelling, the, the authority, you know, the breadth of the stories. Um, right now, he's a politician. He has been a senator of the Federal Republic of Nigeria and has been a special advisor to the presidency ever since Muhammad Buhari became president in 2015. Today, to talk about the state of the media, the state of politics, and his explosive statement denouncing, as it were, his national leader, Bola Ahmed Tinubu, in support of Professor Yabi Oshimbajo, Femi Ujudu is on my chair today, and we will have a go at everything with nothing left uncovered. Welcome. Right, sir. <laughs> I mean, it's an old question, but I haven't seen it in a while, so I should yes. ask it. Okay. Was the transition into politics from, I mean, where you're not in the opposition, but in the military, you're certainly, the media was the opposition party mm -hmm. in the military. Mm -hmm. um, but the transition to politics, yes. was it smooth? Well, it, it wasn't quite smooth. Um, uh, well, let me, let me admit that it wasn't quite also a transition. I was born into politics. Right. My grandparents were politicians. My my dad was. My mother wasn't. And uh, I grew up in an environment of politics, so I was mm. quite used to it. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess it was that uh, political sensibility itself that, that sent me to journalism. Right. So I've always been around politicians. Even as a journalist, mm. I reported governance and uh, politics all of the close to 30 years that I practiced as a journalist. So, mm -hmm. I'll be used to it. The part that was, uh, the part that was shocking and uh, was uh, the, you know, was that of going through elections, you know, and uh, seeing people, you know, the real, the way they are, you know, you, you, you have somebody sitting in front of you, mm -hmm. lying, mm -hmm. and you know that he's lying, you can't, you are not supposed to tell him that he's lying. Yeah. That was one part that really shocked me. And uh, I tried to leave myself. I tried to tell liars that they are liars, <laughs> that, you know, uh, but it didn't quite work well for me. Mm -hmm. And people kept telling me that you have to, you have to really 
managed not to tell the truth mm-hmm. when or, or tell somebody to his face that he's lying when you know that he's lying to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know somebody is cheating you. you, you have given somebody an assignment, he has not done it, and uh, you know, it comes to you to give a very rosy picture of uh, the assignment you have, you have given to him. Mm-hmm. And you are not supposed to tell him that, you know that he has not done what you asked him to do. To, yes. They just, they then tell you that there is something in politics called voting for waste. Voting for waste. For waste. That you you vote yes, sir. for something. Somebody you, that you, you you make a provision for an assignment. Okay. Knowing that that person will not do it, but you still have to do it because it is who he is, whether uh, it's your whether it's your leader or whatever. Whatever. Uh, somebody of influence yes. who if you now query him mm-hmm. or try to audit the way he carried out the assignment, it may hurt you mm-hmm. more than just ignoring and forgetting about it. Yes. So if you had to spend ten naira on on on, on something, mm-hmm. you make provision for twenty, yeah. believing that the first ten naira you are you are spending is actually wasted. Mm-hmm. That's what is. That's what shocks you. Voting mm-hmm. for waste. I mean, you you can't you can't bring it to politics. The corporate the ideas you pick from the corporate world. Mm-hmm. You want to get things done right at the right time. You know, truthfully done. You um, you vote money for assignment. You want it audited, or you want some kind of report given back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you you are, you are not supposed or allowed to do that in politics, <laughs> which which was quite shocking because yeah. I mean again, if I if as an editor, managing editor, I send a reporter out on duty, mm-hmm. and uh, I I advance some money to him, mm-hmm. I expect him to come back to me and retire it. You know, with receipts and, and all evidences to show that he, 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 he actually spent the money. Uh, but that you cannot, you are not supposed to do in politics, as, mm. as they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but is it possible to survive in politics, especially in Nigerian politics, yes. without allowing for those arrangements? Well, as an individual, you can you can decide not to compromise your values okay. and integrity. Okay, uh, by not doing those things yourself. Right. But there is no way you can go through politics mm-hmm. and survive or, or succeed without experiencing those things. Mm-hmm. You sometimes have to look away when some wrongs have been done mm-hmm. or when some things that rise you or your sensibility, mm-hmm. you know, is being done. Mm-hmm. I, I learned that too late. I, 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 I took it to politics those values I cherished, you know, and uh, those values I, I also learned in the course of managing a company and uh, managing staffs in a, in a, in a, in a corporate environment, mm-hmm. uh, it didn't quite work, you know. Uh, it makes people run away from you. Now, the tags mean in my, in my community, in my constituency, had uh, been too low. Mm. You know, and that uh, Judo is too no, you can't shit him. Mm. Judo is uh, is going to find out about you. So, and they don't want to vote for somebody who is too no. Mm. They want to vote for somebody that, you know, a village ocean can deceive, uh, you know, and uh, and 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 uh, can deceive and uh, I made the plating off. Mm. You know, they prefer people like that. People are not, who are not quite intelligent. Who are not quite smart. Mm who can street through their antics. There are quite a lot of antics in politics mm. and in mm. political environments. You know, people lie to you. They come to deceive you. They pretend they love you. you know, rather, you know, when they love actually the money mm. coming out of you, you mm. know. So if you are able to 
use the tool of your of your trade, the tool of journalism, to find out the truth, to to interrogate whatever it is you have been told, and examine all of the all of facts available to you and distill the truth from falsehood, you know, deception from reality and all of that. They don't seem to like it. Yeah. 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 They don't seem to like it. And they, they tend to run away from you. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, 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 that would be... I mean, you spent over 30 years fighting, yes. you know, the military yes. on several levels. Right. Well, it, it, it was difficult for them to actually work with me because of, the, of my background. Mm -hmm. And even up to now, it is still very difficult because if I give you an assignment, you must do it. Yeah. If I give you... If I say, okay, I give you 20 posters to go and paste. Um, I want to ensure that you paste, you are, you are pasted those posters. In, in, many, in some cases, you give them 200 posters to go and paste. They collect money for, for the gum to paste the posters. The posters end up under their bed and they made their way with the money and all of that things that yeah. supposed to go with it. Uh, I have experiences here whereby I send somebody to go and deliver money mm -hmm. in a particular place and uh, the, the fellow didn't go. Ate the money, came back to me to say that he has delivered the money. He didn't know that as he was going. I was calling the people to confirm and, uh, to confirm and all of that. I just look at him as how sheep he could be. Yeah. And immediately they see me, you, you will see the contempt on my face. Yes. My friends will, see, will then, of course, say, Look, you, the, you, you, your face is too expressive of the content that you have for these people <laughs> that, you know, you yeah. cannot go far, you know. You have to smile mm -hmm. when you are angry. You know, you have to pretend that yeah. you know you do not see what they are doing. You know that kind of. Mm -hmm. and, and 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 truly, that is also, I think, what in a lot of people carry to government. You know, deception, mm -hmm. lies, cheating, and all of those kind of things. And yeah, was I want? Was it? It, it was in 2010 that you left. Right, uh, 2010. Yeah, to yeah, to contest 2011. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you, you know you've created some. I mean, for people people who are not who are watching for the first time, you gave me my first yes. writing job. Right, right. <laughs> you know, those days when you were just coming out of school. <laughs> just coming out of school yes. in Temple Magazine. Right. You know, just I came in, showed you my articles. You looked yes. at them, introduced me to the editor, and yes, that was it. That was it. Yes. <laughs> that I was mean, it. I, I I have that kind of talent and capability <laughs> to determine, you know, uh, if you are good at what you do. Mm. It's just a look at you and ask you know, one or two questions or looking at what you've written. And yeah. now I know, I will know, I'll tell you. The case of uh, Fumi and I was yes. also your mentor in a way. Yes. Um, I, I came out of detention one morning and I was watching the television in my living room and I saw her appear on TV and I saw the way she, she was presenting her case, the way she argued her points and everything. And uh, you know, at the end of the program, I wrote a letter to the producer and dropped it for her that I would love to meet that lady. I want her to come and work for me. Right. And, and that was how, then she came to see me and I asked her a few questions. She, had, she has actually written a couple of things which she has not been published. Right. And I said, she'll go and bring them. Well, I'm just having this story for the first yeah, time. That was how I created columns for her. Yes. In PM News, in the and News, the, and Tempo, and those yeah. kind of things. And I made a sports reporter out of her. And then, Later, we organized the television show. Yeah. Yes, yes. Right. I mean, Justin was Justin is uh, one of the best. Justin, yes, in those days, yes, one of the best columns even till date. Yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. It was actually uh, the column was started by Felas uh, Felas Nies. I, uh, I can't remember her name. She's that she died. Ooh. She had a jazz club on Ikoyi. Oh, uh, right, right. I think I remember. On Road in Ikoyi. Yeah. 
I, I remember the name yes, yes, now. She died. Her. She died very sad. She was the one writing that column for me. Ah, so right. when she died, I, I started looking for someone who can replace her. And that was how I got her for me. Yeah. Yes. Mm. I mean, you've, you've created some of the most, even till date, yes. you know, some of the more, more in, I think that Tempo is one of the, mm. was one of the sexiest magazines. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it took Metro to another level. It yes. was underbelly story. Right, yeah. You know, the features mm -hmm. were excellent. Right, right. Ika Ijabi, Olumide. Oh, no, yeah. those are great guys. Great yeah. guys. Great you guys, know. you know. Yes. I remember there is, a, there is one of them, Ebin uh, Zabadari. Yes, who's yes, a professor yes, now yes, in the US. In the US. And has just taken a big job, a think tank job. Right. Uh, I remember asking him, asking him out one day, asking him to go out one day mm -hmm. and do for me a story on the on Bra, the history of Bra. <laughs> and she went as far back as some um, five centuries ago, how this you know how Bra started, mm. became coste and all those kind of things. Right. You know, honestly, those are the things that really Make journalism interesting. Yeah. It's not about uh, Buhari. Yes. About uh, yes. You know, one governor or the other. That's why our papers no longer sell. Yes. You know, yes. we are too attached to politics and governance. There are quite a lot of things happening in our environment yes. that requires people to look at and write about that. Yes. You will. You will. You will be entertained. You will. You will gain knowledge, and you know, you you, you get to know a lot of things that are not known to you. Yes. You know, I. Yeah. So I had a crop of boys. Who as crazy as myself? We look at topics that were not were, were, were considered no go area, yes. or that were considered not important, yeah. both in terms of subject, you know, the content, you know, in the terms of headline that we cast and all of those things. So that that made us special in those days, mm, you know. Made, so that, yeah. that is what you don't get, get to find now, you know. You you turn little things into big things, you know, in those days, um, and and that was it. But now. You know, we don't have that kind of journalism any longer. We don't. Yes. Why? I think it has to do with education, honestly. Uh, if you look at people like Nika Ijabi, as you mentioned, Abinisa uh, Obadari, uh, and the rest of the pack, you know, uh, they, they, they were well educated. Mm. We, we, in the course of the recruitment, we tested them, we interviewed them, mm. and we went back to look at, you know, their performance when they were in school, mm. you know, social cultural uh, engagements and all of those things. And we took them through a very rigorous process. Mm -hmm. So we had all stars, you know, and we were all like, you know, we were their bosses. Mm -hmm. We were all like friends. Mm -hmm. We go out together and drink, eat, go to the beach to party on weekends and all the kind of, so it was a lively environment. Mm -hmm. We, we loved what we did then. You know, it was, we were not, it was not about what we can get. Mm -hmm. We are not looking for money. Mm -hmm. We are looking for, you know, fulfillment. We're looking for joy. You know, we're looking for a, a better society. You know, mm -hmm. so even in the, in the, in the face of um, you know attack by military authorities, in the, mm -hmm. in the face of uh, uncertainties of that period, yes. we still had fun. We had fun. Yeah. 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 What do you think that the audacity to confront? I mean, you know, the Nigeria has had dictators, right? You know, but. Mm -hmm. The crux of the, the your battle right. at that time was with Abacha. Yes. Now. Like Adele Mamadou told me, yes. you could negotiate with Babangida. Yes. <laughs> you know, you could yeah. fly under the radar. Right, right. Wari, but you could not negotiate with Abacha. Actually, actually, you know, I, I remember at a point, the chief security officer to Abacha got a message across to her and said, look, you can write whatever you like about, about Abacha, uh, but never ever touch the wife or Al-Mustafa himself, the CSO. Now those those two are in no go area, you know. Right. But we never knew any boundary. 
we went for whoever we can, yes. you know, whoever was in government. What did that? Okay. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I was going to say that, uh, you know, we were immune to fear, you know. Uh, we just, it was raw courage. Yes. You know, we never even believed at once that we could, we could be a victim, a, a terrible one at that, you know. We just were doing it, mm. you know. And again, I, I guess it has to do with uh, uh, our youth, our commitment, the kind of education we we had, our vision for the country. Mm. And the fact that, you know, we had nothing. So we just had our, our bag that was sling on our shoulder yeah. and our canvas and jeans. Mm. So, you know, for the few of us who are married, you know, we, we just believe that women could take care of themselves if anything happened. Mm. So, uh, we have not built any house for ourselves. Mm. We, we, are, we are tenants. We could leave us in the morning and not come back until a week after. Okay. <laughs> so, it was easy. Yeah. It was easy then. But they were, they were, they were fantastic guys. And, mm. you know, that was why, now looking back, you could, a good number of them, close to six of them are now professors yeah. in universities across the world, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, they, they were well-educated. They were yeah. thorough. Yes. They, they had you know, a very good understanding of, of, of the English language yeah. and of the society mm. and the ethics of the profession, you know, unlike, unlike now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, but before just coming to policy, I want to talk about that immunity from fear. Yes. I think you hinted at that when you said, well, we had almost like we had nothing to lose. Yes, we had nothing. So that. was that the primary thing that led to that atmosphere of fearlessness? Well, well, I, I it was it was more like a kamikaze kind of thing, you know. You know you are going to danger, yet you do not care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a combination of in being immune to, to danger, have this this having this sense of immunity to of to danger, in being immune to danger, and having nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know that that as you know for me is the explanation for the, for that because again, how do you begin to attack somebody who has all of the soldiers and all of the guns, and uh, and yet. You know, they read you today. You go back to the same place tomorrow and, and write something much, much more uh, vicious, and go back again. They lock you up. They arrest you. You come back. You mm -hmm. still do the same thing mm -hmm. over and over. You know, it's uh, like. And you just mentioned, by the way, you say I came out of detention when yes. I was watching the TV. Right. <laughs> it sounds like a small thing, but it's not a small thing. Detention. It isn't. It isn't. Yeah. yeah well, it wasn't mm -hmm. between nineteen ninety three and nineteen ninety eight. I, I was arrested for close to 15 times, uh, you know. Um, you know, each time they come, I keep smiling until they take me away. That was why what I thought, you know, what I, what I, what I mean by being a mean, yeah. I never had any fear, any, any idea that I could be harmed or mm -hmm. that I, I had it, but never bothered, you know. Mm -hmm. So each time they come, they took me away, they released me, and I do the same thing over and over again, you know. Uh, you know, uh, a day, a day behind the bars, a week, two days, you know, uh, the longest one was uh, the one for eight months plus, you know, I was arrested in November uh, on the day of Abaja's birthday, no, I think November 17. I didn't come out until uh, both Abiola and Abaja died, you know, some eight months plus after, you know, so, so uh, even when I go out, and I, and I was warned not to come back in. I still find my way back coming, coming back and not thinking that I could be, uh, my life is endangered. Mm -hmm. you know, so, yeah. 
Did you, in the midst of that battle, did you ever, did you really believe yes. that democracy was going to return? Or was this? Yes, thing? yes. I, you I, truly believe? Yes, I was quite, we were quite positive. Yeah, we, were, we worked hard at it. We were quite, we believed that if we press very hard, if we agitate uh, long enough and truthfully enough, that democracy was going to come. You mm. know, it's, uh, when you have a totalitarian regime and uh, people keep saying no, 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 you know, no matter how, how, how bad it is. They, they, they are human beings. Mm. You know, they listen somehow. And if they don't listen, forces around them listen and, and then decide to take up action on behalf of those who are crying. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. mm. right. so the belief was that as long as voices continue to be heard, right. yes. there was so, something was going to happen. Oh, yeah, something was going to give. Uh, give uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. When, you came out of, when you came out and Abacha and Abiola had died, right. what was your feeling then? Because this was a pivotal moment in our country. Yes. Yeah, one feel a sense of relief. Uh, yeah, you could go back home every day after work, you know, uh, play with your children and uh, sleep without any fear mm. that you could be arrested in the night or somebody could knock at your door, your mm. the gate of your house. And that now you have the circumstance, you know, uh, of freedom mm. to carry out your task as, uh, as a journalist, you mm. know. This was, was not there under, under Abasha, you know. Uh, I remember that a couple of weeks we probably uh, holding up in one dingy hotel somewhere where you are not known, disguising, wearing jeans and t-shirts and your canvas, and you just strolling like somebody who come to trade or buy goods, you know, stay there, leave in the morning, come back late in the night to sleep, well, mm. all those kind of things. Mm. Not riding your car, uh, just you know, coming in on Okada or. Yeah. On, the, on public transportation, so yeah. uh, now you you are able to you are able to live your regular life. Mm. You know, mm. uh, 1998, 1999, when a new a new uh, a, a democratic uh, institution was uh, was you know uh, reinstalled. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So because well, and I ask that question because many young many people, especially yes. young people, right, who didn't really have an experience yes. with that. And when things get tough in the country, they say, "Well, Nigeria was better." Under the military, they, they, they lack uh, a sense of history. Yes. Uh, again, because uh, you know they, they they are not schooled, they are not educated, mm. they don't educate themselves, they don't read. Mm. Sometimes I I wonder. I I, I I I I go on Facebook and I see someone, you know, uh, remarking and calling calling someone like me all kinds of names, things that I know that till I leave this. This world I will never do, mm. and I said, ah, "Look, it's what what this person could have done." Well, I just been to Google my name, profile me, and know that this fellow is not what they are talking about. Mm. Some will say that you are you are taking a particular position because you know you are eating, and I ask myself, eating what? You mm. know, mm. what am I eating now that I didn't eat as, as a journalist? Mm. I mean, I'm more comfortable when I was you know running a media house than I than now. I could then I could take my wife. And children out on holidays. I can't do that now. I don't. I don't have the means now, and they don't even care to know mm. what what is the prevailing circumstance. They just conclude the abuse. If somebody is engaging you, raising arguments is, yeah. and facts, and you know, you you will then feel that okay, let me engage. Let, the ones you have now, they just insult and abuse. Yeah. And they think that that makes their day. Yes. So yes. So it's a it's a lack of perspective on where Nigeria is coming terrib from. Terribly, and lack lack of perspective on where where we are coming from, and even where we are, mm. and where we should be going. Yeah. They just exist. 
you know, they feel good, they feel hip that one boy who is 22 is insulting a 60-year-old man who has given almost 45 years of that in, his, in the service of, the, of his country without looking back, you know. Yeah. And somebody, you know, an elderly person just come up and say something. Mm. You don't even know what informs him in saying so. You just insult the person, mm. you know. I mean, I, you know. Somebody will look at uh, Anoshima Joe, a professor of law, is an advocate of Nigeria, a pastor. You call him all kinds of names, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I look at it, I say, ah, are these people who, you know, what informs their behavior? Mm-hmm. Is this, are these the same persons that we govern the country in future? Mm-hmm. The same person that we philosophize for the country? Mm-hmm. The same person that we make economic policy? The same persons who will be engineers? Of our infrastructure, mm. the same persons who will be surgeons or whatever, you know, mm. it, it scares me. It scares me because I mean, in, in our days, we, in spite of our madness, we had heroes. Mm. We have role models, and why are they our heroes and role models? We knew where they were coming from. Mm. People like Chief Enahoro, for example, Adekunle Ajashi, Mokugo Okoye, you know, uh, uh, people like Kamino Kano, mm. Balabi Musa. Mm. Uh, uh, Dr. Usman, what's his name now, of uh, of Amadou Bello, mm. you know, and uh, quite a lot of others like that. We, we've we read about them. Mm. We knew where they were coming from. We knew the struggles they embarked on as young people, mm. and as members of uh, the Sikhist Movement, Action Group, Dua, or, you know, NPC or whatever. You know, we know what they stood for and what they still stand for. <laughs> so we adopted them as zero. We are able to, you know, again, put in perspective their role now, you know, uh, and link up to where, where they are coming from. from yeah. and even if there is a, a departure from what they used to be, we, we, we try to rationalize, mm-hmm. you know. But these days, you just, they don't even know anything, yeah. you know. Some will just wake up and say things outrageous, you know. That doesn't even that doesn't align with your uh, I just pity the country. Yeah. Yeah. So do you many, see- many of my many of, many of my contemporaries are pulled out of uh, Facebook and yes. social media because of that. But again, we have to continue to engage them, mm. no matter how stupid or foolish mm. they may sound they may, and they may appear. Mm. Because if you don't do that, then you you leave them at sea. They are lost. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you do you think based just looking at all of that, yes. looking at the future of the country. Mm. Do you have, where does, where, if you have hope in the future, yes. where does that hope come from? Because uh, society has a way of regenerating itself. You know, we can't, we can't be despondent. Mm. We can't be totally cynical about the future, you know. Something we emerge Something to like clear that. the roads. Yeah. yeah, I remember, you can read the, the history of Cuba very well. The, the society degenerated terribly so. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took some young men and women to say, no, this more cannot continue in this manner. Mm. They went out, they, they, they decided to change their society. Mm. And they did. Mm. You know, all revolutions have that kind of... You know, if a few people, you know, are thrown out by the same degenerate society to renew that society. So it doesn't take the mass to bring about a change in the society. Right. You know, there could be one young man right. locking in one corner even at this time, mm. who is watching, thinking, reading, equipping himself, mm. and and getting ready mm. to mm. <laughs> to rouse to the, the thing, country yes. to a yeah. change. Yeah, 
if you look at the history of societies that have been so, you know, uh, over, uh, overturned by, you know, by people, mm. it, it doesn't take the efforts of everyone. Mm. Or the majority it takes mm. the effort of a few, or just a few. Yeah. So it's really to keep holding that space for that. Oh way. yeah, sure. Yes. You know, continue yes. to be hopeful yeah. and uh, believe that uh, you know fortune <laughs> will bring up that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Right. You said something about not having um, having less means now as a senator mm -hmm. than when you were running the media in a group. Yes, I'm not a senator now. I mean, uh, as yes. a politician. Yes, as a politician, yeah. I, I work as. Uh, I work as special advisor now. Yes. Uh, even when I was a senator, mm. when I was uh, a journalist, if I have 20 naira, mm. I know that 30 naira is for me, yours. my family, and the, me and the mentors I want to help. Mm. And, you know, that could just be enough and satisfying. Mm. That is if I had 20 naira. Mm. But if, as a politician, I have 100 naira, Right. Ah, uh, the right. demand on me. Right. You know, it's right. enormous. You yes. know, and yes. uh, even when you are, you try to satisfy everyone making demands on you, mm -hmm. and you are not able to, the kind of insults and abuses you get, right. as text messages, uh, you know, on social media, mm -hmm. even in private, in one one on one encounters, mm -hmm. you know, it's uh, it's unbelievable. Right. So, and that was why, from my second year in the Senate, I made up my mind I was not going back. You know. ah, that's why you didn't go. I never. Ah. I said to myself, no. Right. You know, you wake up every day. Right. They are calling you thieves. You know, as if you, right. as you, if know, you had done something. Something. I mean, I'm, and see yourself being called a thief. You know, and that kind of thing. And then doing things again. The so-called huge salary and allowances they say you are earning. Yes. It's going back to the people. Yes. You know. Yes. And yet people are not acknowledging it. They think that you are buying clothes. You see, you are buying houses with it. You are buying cars with it, and all of that. Honestly, I pity everyone who's in the, in the National Assembly. Mm. I pity them. I mean, I have, I, have a couple, <laughs> I have a couple of friends who have dropped dead. Who have dropped dead? They're arising from prayer. Yeah. Right, yeah. And from constituents. Everybody wants you to take care of their children's education, mm -hmm. take care of their health, roof their homes, provide electricity, provide water, provide yeah. road. Yeah. Those are not the responsibilities of, the senator. Uh, of lawmakers. No, no. Take away the allowances. Let them concentrate. On what they have to do, which is lawmaking, yes, you know, yes, and um, over, you know, providing oversight on the on the on the task of uh, of the executive, you know. So right. it's like, I mean, the people, I mean, after, um, um, Dr. Wally Okedinro has yes, talked about this, right? Mm -hmm. You know that first of all, it's either you choose you choose to sew your hands completely, completely, in yeah. order to meet the demand yeah, because rather. you don't have yes. a budget like yes. the executive. No, no. Or you are completely stretched out yes. while nobody pities you because no. they think you are making it. Yeah, yeah, they think you are a thief. Yeah, you know. But nobody, I, yeah, you're going to say something. I, I, I was once called by a king from my constituency that his daughter will be getting married. And I, I look for some money, sent it to him, to my to one of my aides to buy a robust and huge cow as presentation to him. And that was delivered. And uh, they sent the photograph to me and I was satisfied. This was good enough. So I woke up one day, 4 a.m. and I received a nasty message from the from the king saying that, well, who do I think, who do you think you are? Is that all you could give? Wow. Yeah. And uh, I woke up, I saw a couple of messages like that. I sat down on the edge of my bed and I didn't know when tears dropped from my eyes. Mm. 
Mm. And unfortunately for me, then my my tw- eleven or twelve year old daughter just walked in mm. to say good morning, daddy. And I, said, I met her. I said, ah, "What is wrong?" I said, "I'm tired of this job." He said, "She said then get out of it if you are tired." Twelve year old girl. And that was when I made up my mind. I was out. You know, so I just managed to finish. And the moment the day ended, I packed my thing and left yeah. the National Assembly. And I told my colleagues, you know, that I was not going to run again. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But you know, the situation, the poverty in Nigeria and the cynicism in yes, Nigeria yes. means that people will not even believe this thing that you've said. Of course they won't. They won't. But it's a reality. It's mm. a reality. Mm. If you go, if you want to go for a weekend, mm. if you don't have like 2.5, 3, 4 million era, you can't survive. Mm. People will be trooping into your house. You'll be cooking. You'll be buying drinks. You'll be solving problems. You know, security men will be all over the place. You know, you are invited to parties, funeral, naming ceremony, mm. birthday. The musician will be shouting your name. You have to satisfy everybody. Mm. You know, area boys will be pulling at your gown and all kinds of things. So, where does, where, what, what yeah. happens? Yeah. You know, where does the money come from? You know? So, you come back. The so-called allowances is not enough in any way yeah. Yeah. to, you know, to, to meet all of those demands. So, if you then are the one who, want to, who thinks that you can satisfy the people you then have to be looking for contracts mm. and checking down people, you know, government officials to make yes. extra money. Yes, yes. If you are not able to do that, God, God helps you, you know, that kind of. And I, I've had friends, I had a friend who actually, I, I flew to Lagos with and sitting down together in the plane, he complained to me on a this, on this Saturday that, you know, the prayer is, is too much, it's enormous. He had to keep policemen in his house in Abuja, you know, uh, to protect him, when he's going to his uh, constituency in Delta, he has to keep, he has to travel with some policemen. Mm. There are policemen kept finally in his house in in Delta, so he had to feed them three times a day, provide allowances and all of that, mm. you know. And that was a Saturday. By Thursday, I was called mm. that he has slumped and died, you know. Wow. As a result of the prayer, you know. Yeah. In fact, by the day he died, they said his his, his blood prayer just. Shut up. Shut up. And that was it. You know, and I, I, I think among my 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 set, there are about four or five of them like that. Wow. Who just packed up, you know. And when I was in the Senate, if you come to the Senate floor, uh, you see a long queue at the bank in the Senate. You know, all our PAs are uh, transferring money. It wasn't then what you could do on telephone. Yes. You have to go to the bank. In the morning, I sit down with my PA. All of the people have made who have made demands overnight <laughs> the day before, you know, 20,000, 50,000, 100,000. Well, oh, who is, uh, who is having a wedding this weekend? Whose son or daughter is wedding among the political leaders in your community, traditional ruler, mm. you know, and those kind of things. So, you know, everybody collects their own. The same people collected from you, we, we accuse you of, of stealing. Not, yes. Of stealing. Yes. Of uh, taking too much, you know. Somebody will come to you and beg for favor. The next day is making a comment on social media. That you are a thief. That you guys are all thieves. Yes. So you just look at it and say, what kind of rubbish is this? this? Yes. So, so I, I, honestly, for me, I I, I, I pity people who are, who are, who are and, you know, and, and the problem is that the, the, the electorates, the constituents, have more access to them than they do have to governors. Mm. It's difficult for, mm. for electorates to enter the government office. Mm. When the governor is driving on the streets, it's a convoy of mm. policemen, security men, blaring and uh, siren and everything. Mm. If he's in a public place, you dare not go near him. There are 
you know, policemen pushing everybody off. And, but the senator is not like that. The House yes. of Rest member is not like that. Yes. The House of Assembly member is not like that. And even pity more again, those who go to take job of as chairman of local governments. You know, and I keep telling my colleagues in those days that, look, we are not being creative. Mm -hmm. There is no way we can solve the people's problem at the, at the micro level. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to pick up people and solve their problem. It's not possible. Mm -hmm. Why don't we think of policies that can create and solve problems at the macro level? Right. Rather than each of us trying to roof somebody's house. To why don't one by create, one. Why don't we create a policy that creates, you know, social housing for everybody? Rather than having to pay for surgery of our constituents, why don't we create, you know, hospital uh, environment or medical policy that provide free, free medical care for mm -hmm. everybody? But Why don't you provide good education, free to an extent for everybody, instead of having to pay school fees mm -hmm. and all of those things? Mm -hmm. Why are we not ensuring that we have a, a power system that works rather than I being asked to <coughs> buy transformer in my constituency? Mm -hmm. You buy the transformer, they are asking you for money to 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 to, to install it, it, to install it. Yes. Then after installing it, some thieves go there and remove things. You have been asked to come and replace those things again. Or there is a fire outbreak, outbreak. <coughs> excuse me, around the, around, the, around the transformer. Or the pole, you know, taking light to the community, mm. you know, falls off, they come back to you again. You know, let us, let us sit down, use our brain, God-given brain, design a society that takes care of, of its citizens. Yeah. Oh, but I'm assuming that if there are people like this who... Then the why is the reason why that is not done? Uh, because again, you know, uh, there isn't much of good thinking, mm -hmm. you know, among our people who are who are leaders. Who are leading? Yeah, who are leading. Yes. No. Um, the way the way they just want to solve problems on the short run, mm -hmm. short term uh, kind of thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they like. But even if it's if it's doing that damage to them and yeah. killing them and it, mm -hmm. why? So so it's, so I guess. So it's a lack of thinking, even to yes. That so they don't even they, they not even understand the connection between the, what they are doing and, and, and the problems that they are and facing, the, yeah, that, they are facing and the consequences of it. Yeah, they may not even be able to. You know, when you are a journalist and you are in an environment, you you reflect. Mm. You know, all of the facts stare you in the face. Mm. You then ask yourself, why is this? Why are things like this? Why is it? Why is it this? So yeah. Mm. So you know, I became. I became unpopular with the powers that be at that time yeah. because mm -hmm. I always raised these issues. Uh, I always challenged them, and uh, you know, so they they labeled where I sat there and then as the the axis of trouble. You know, whenever, <laughs> whenever I raised up my hand to oppose what they do and yeah. with the reason, they know that it was trouble. You know, so right. So this is an indictment of the political class that we have an unimaginative political class. Yes, I I, I believe so. I believe so because again, <laughs> if we do. I do not see uh, why we are unable to solve the problems that are confronting us. Yeah. yeah, but people come to come to power with different motivations. You know. mm. Some, you know, you will be shocked. Some are motivated by the fact that they want to own private jets. Mm. Some are motivated by the fact that they want to have a house in Britain. And I say, what do you need a house in Britain for? Mm. You are not living in Britain. <laughs> you are not born in Britain. Have you ever seen a white man who wants to own a house in Nigeria? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zeke, go and look at it. Never bought a house in UK right. or anywhere. Namdi Azikwe, Namini, Awolowo, Madubelo. Whenever, and the fact that whenever you are on holiday, you want to rush abroad 
Why must you go abroad? Mm. To and then you're looking for money by all means, including stealing. I mean, I, 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 one of my favorite photographs is that of Tafawa Balewas, mm. you know, on, on leave as, as Prime Minister of Nigeria, you know, going to his village in Bauchi State, sitting down on the mat with his grandchildren and children, mm. you know, uh, teaching them how to read and write. Mm. 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 For me, that, that's a good example. Mm. I mean, uh, the, the Queen of England has never come to Africa on, uh, on holiday, neither has any Prime Minister in Europe come to Africa on holiday. Mm. Why must it be that you are the one running India? Mm. You know, if, even if you cannot find something interesting in Nigeria, why don't you find something interesting in our neighboring countries? Mm. So that, that's my attitude. So how come you're still in politics if, if it's so dire? Well, let me say this. Uh, by the time I left the Senate, mm. my intention was to leave the country and go and farm in Kenya. I'd, I'd actually made, made that choice. And again, what was responsible for that I knew that I, was, I wasn't going back to journalism again because, mm -hmm. I mean, I, the frustration would kill me because right. of the human resources that was left. Uh, uh, the education thing you were talking so, about. So, uh, yes, and I said, okay, let me go into farming. Mm -hmm. And what do I wanted to farm then? I wanted to farm uh, roses, flower, you know, because every day uh, a plain load of, uh, of roses are brought to Nigeria from Kenya, you know, and then lands in Lagos, you know, cargo plane. And they share it across to all the stores across mm. Nigeria, mm. you know. So, and I believe that oh, if that is so, let me go to Kenya and learn how it is done. Mm. Let me even try and farm in Kenya. Maybe by the time I spend two or three years, I will have perfected it. I can come and replicate it in Nigeria. Right. It was while I was, you know, uh, making kind of investigation and all of that, then that um, you know, uh, Professor Oshimaju tapped on me. Right. You know, he's been my friend since 1989. Right. And said, "Look, let's do this. You know, come, mm. come and be special advisor." Uh, and I, I, I so much believe in him, and, mm. and I, I know his intentions. He was my lawyer on the governing board of our company then, so well, I, I, I believe strongly in him, and I believe that maybe if uh, we could do some of the things, uh, you know, we aspire to do, if we have executive power, you mm. know, and, and that is what has kept me so far. Yes, yeah. Right. Right. It's weird because you know, I mean, as recent events yes. show, people assume because mm. of because of the affinity with the pro-democracy activists yes. and the people in exile right, right. that oh, you were handpicked by Ashiwaju Bola. No, certainly not. Group. Certainly not. I was I was uh, I was picked by Oshibaju. Mm, mm. When I was called, I I really put a call through uh, to two persons uh, himself, who oh. Ashiwaju and Shibiza uh, and, and asked them. This is what I'm being offered. Is right. it okay for me to? And they said it's okay. It's fine. Mm -hmm. That that was a that was something that would suit your temperament. Mm -hmm. uh, that was it. And that was it. Yes. So this, I mean, obviously, this administration has mm -hmm. faced criticism, like right. many, like like every organ. Yes. Yes. But in this particular case, <clears throat> the 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 consensus in parts of the elites mm -hmm. is that this government promised a lot mm. and delivered very little. Mm. The expectations. We're cut short. Yes. <laughs> Elites. It, it's debatable, you know. I, I'm an insider person and I, I know why the elites are saying that. Mm. There is no free money anymore. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The, this regime has taken a lot away from the elites. Right. I'm telling you. And uh, I, I remarked that just uh, earlier today at a function, you know, that under the previous regimes, uh, maybe particularly of, uh, of Jonathan, 
if you are a bishop, uh, a pastor, an imam, and you are important to be invited to the villa, mm. when you are leaving, you can be sure that you at least you you take away hundred thousand dollars. You know, when you are a, you know a big man, former this, former that, or serving senator, and you are invited to the villa. You don't go back uh, empty-handed. Mm. Go back with huge sum of money. So those that comes from wherever to visit the president or the people in the executive at that time, when they take money, they go back to their hotel. And, you know, maybe they give a thousand dollars to the driver who assisted them five hundred dollars, or they they have a girlfriend in Abuja, they give five thousand, ten thousand dollars. The girl buys a Brazilian air, buy the new iPhone, puts money together, buy buy a Range Rover. Send some money back home to our parents. You know, the parents we also roof their homes. Mm. The people who are selling roofing sheets with benefit and all of that. So, you know, the the corruption went, you know, went around yeah. like that. People benefited. Mm. That was a mass benefit mm. from the proceeds of corruption. But that has changed. That has changed. Mm. You can't shake down a Buhari. You can't shake down an Oshibajo. Mm. You know, the, the 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 feeling, the belief is that look. All of these resources are meant, you know, to provide services for the people. Mm-hmm. As a senator, I was a member of the uh, committee uh, for works and infrastructure. Mm-hmm. In 2015, the entire budget for infrastructure in Nigeria was 25 billion. The depth on ground was about 600 million. Mm-hmm. But 25 billion was budgeted. 25 billion will not even be enough for FEMA to patch roads. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. so what happened is that the Ministry of Works and its officials find a way of just, you know, uh, satisfying their own taste with mm. 35 billion, and nothing is done. Mm. By 2016, the budget Buhari, you know, uh, what Buhari budgeted for infrastructure was almost 800 million billion. Mm. So, and the other that all of the debts uh, and your complete projects be be taken care of. As of today. What Buhari, as at the last budget, I, I don't know the exact figure now, it's above one trillion. Mm. That's why you will hear of, you know, a road being constructed here, a bridge being constructed there, mm. a rail line, and all those kind of things. So, mm. for me, you know, <laughs> if you take care of the few mm. and then abandon the, the many, that is not governance, mm. you know. Uh, that is a rent-seeking, you know. Mm. Uh, Prebendalism, uh, what they call it now? Prebendalism. Yes. Mm. So, so you, you do not you do not try to see you, you can't see the elite mm. loving such a government. Mm. You know, I'm not saying that we uh, the government has done meet all the, the, the people's all of the people's expectation, mm-hmm. but I'm saying that this is a starting point. Mm. You know, whatever it is that should go to. Providing for the people should not be divided divided to the pocket of the people. Mm. You know, you have. There was a time Jonathan visited Kenya. You know, previous to his arrival, the entire airfield was was full of private jets mm. by Nigerians who flew in to to wait there for him. They now had to start diverting planes to another airfield. You know, and you look at these people. What are they manufacturing? Mm. What have they created? You know, what contribution are they making to national economy? There's nothing. Contracts that were not executed. Deals, money stolen. You know, on a particular day, in twenty uh, during the during the election that brought in Buhari, the government took out two point five billion dollars cash from the central bank. 
and that money was shared. They would take out money from Central Bank, supposedly meant to buy arms and ammunition, to fight you know, insurgency, the money would be shared. So you look at distance, mm-hmm. you know, and I, as a member again of Committee for Defense, when I was a senator, we went to Bono, I went to my degree, and we encountered soldiers who were going to war, wearing bedroom slippers, that rubber thing. We encountered soldiers who were given one indominudu, uh, what they call it, indominudu, one sachet per day. And these are soldiers who are expected to fight at war. Mm. We encounter soldiers who, whose uh, bulletproof vests were fake. There were big traditional rulers who were given, you know, contract water by foreign to supply antiretroviral drug for AIDS. And they went and brought in, you know, fake and expired drugs. And they just met down in the warehouses where they supplied under that regime. So these things are really, these, these were things that they loved to do. These were things that benefited them. These were th- are things they would have loved to continue mm. to happen mm. that are not happening now. I, 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 as I said again earlier today, I said, you know, it will take some years after Buhari has left power mm. for Nigerians to understand the contribution he has made. Mm. You know, the, the thing about, you know, what you can, what you call grand corruption mm-hmm. is no longer there. Mm. Where the president could call the central bank governor and say, deliver $1 billion. You know what $1 billion is? You know? And there's no accounting done, no auditing done. People are just giving money, you know, like that. You know? If we spend these monies on building our roads, you know, making sure that our schools are in order, our hospitals are well equipped and everything, you know, we won't be where we are today. Mm. And I was at a time when a barrel of oil was selling for, a barrel of crude was selling for $110, mm-hmm. you know. And then Buhari came, it nosedived to $30, you know. There was a point when we dropped from 2.5 million barrel uh, of uh, barrel of uh, export per day to 600000 you know. And that 600000 was now, you know, being sold for less than $30. In spite of that, whatever comes in, is still judicially spent on infrastructure mm. and other demands of government. So, for me, I, I think it takes, it will take historians to look at this period and compare it to the period before it and then come out with a verdict mm. that, uh, you know, that will be positive to President Buhari. Yeah. Mm. People point, I mean, let, let me talk, take one talking point of mm-hmm. critics, which, yes. which to me seems to have a lot of validity, yes. which yes. is, the nationalization of insecurity under this government? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, there is a problem of insecurity, yes. Honestly, again, it's not everything that one knows one can come out to say on television. And, uh, you know, what we are seeing now is cannot be totally removed from politics. You know, there are a number of things I know that, you know, maybe it takes some years to come mm. where one you know, do write his memoir to be able to put down. Mm. And I know that there are a lot of things the president knows and uh, a number of things that he doesn't want to do because uh, he, 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 he doesn't want to he was made to go back to what it was in 1984, 85, in 1985, mm. when it was, it was seen as uh, brutal, dictatorial, mm. and all of that, mm. you know, so... 
I think he's caught between trying to cut an image of a Democrat for himself mm. and then putting down his feet and dealing with people who are trying to sabotage this regime. But still, organizations like Amnesty International, Freedom House, yes. you know, local institutions, yes. seen the editorials yes. by the punch, yes. which reverted to calling him general, yes. you know, a premium time, say that he yes. and his government have yes. clamped down on press freedom. Really? These, these are publicly available statements. Yeah, what, what I'm saying is that, I, 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 again, again, it's about, you know, inability to put this in perspective. Mm. You know, when I was a journalist, mm. there was a time 13 of my staff were locked up, mm. were arrested, locked up. One was actually tortured to death. People were running away on exile. Detention was filled up with politicians, with critics and everything. You know, laws were, laws granting freedom were abrogated. I, I keep asking, please tell us, today, today, who is that journalist that has been locked up? People are calling him names. People are throwing all kinds of insults at him. And the president, they are saying all kinds of things. You know, nobody, nobody is arresting anybody. You know, honestly, I, 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 I think, again, people, people write what they like to write, people mm. say what they like to say. Mm. If you just take, just pick, take 1985, mm. take the years of Babangida, take the years of Abasha, Mm. You know, and let us look at the statistics. Mm. How many people have been arrested because mm. they expressed their opinion? Mm. How many people have been arrested because they write stories that were against the government? Mm. You know, how many people have, you know, have been arrested now? Mm. You know, you, you will si simply not arrive at that kind of conclusion. You know, mm. what has not been said of, uh, of Buhari, mm. some people said he's from Sudan, he's a clone. You know, we are, we are deceiving Nigerians. When he was sick, some said he was dead. Mm. That well, the truth was being hidden from uh, from the people. What kinds? Of, there is nothing. There is no name. You know, whenever I listen to people like Panika Ode and they uttered all manners of things mm. against him. Mm. I mean, I've, I've 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 been in places where people call him all kinds of things: Boko Haram, fundamentalist, Modra, mm. uh, uh, some even all, all kinds of silly things. Mm. That, and the man doesn't even pretend, doesn't even, even, you know, care about whatever it is you say. He just goes on and do, and do and continue to do his work. Mm. So what are we talking about? Has anybody been arrested for insulting Buhari for for God's sake? If there had been, it and I'm sure, and I want to I, I want to say tonight, it not it is not on his order. No, it is not. Never. I can bet that anywhere, Buhari. That I know now, that I have have seen up close, has never since he took on power ordered anybody arrested for expressing his opinion in any way. No, but you see, NGOs must be NGOs. If they don't agitate, if they don't create that 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 impression, the money will not come. You know, they have to they have to submit reports to the sponsors over there. They have to create an atmosphere of repression. Another kind of thing. Yeah. Answers. Yes, answers. I mean, before talking about that, yes. you know, you had written that the day that Fanny Kayode visited the president yes. was one of the saddest yes. days of your yes. political career. Yeah. Yes. Why? And why did that why why was that the saddest day? Mm. And why did that not make you disappointed in Buhari for accepting it? Well, it was the saddest day because if you look at all these guys have said about the government. Mm. 
if you look at the abuses, the insults, mm. you know, you, you know, I mean, I, I don't mind people criticizing a leader or a government, you know, mm. but when you resort to insults, insults cannot be criticism, you know, right. and you, you do it blatantly, mm. and suddenly that, that kind of person is imagined in the hallowed environment of uh, of uh, of of, uh, of governance. Mm. You then begin to wonder who are the ones making the decision to allow this to happen. Mm -hmm. That that that's what really you know. I, I I had taught, you know, the security, the protocol, and uh, people who are given the task of uh, managing the president. Mm -hmm. You know, honor to have allowed that to happen. Honestly, mm -hmm. I, I mean, that, that, there are a lot of dignified Nigerians who have been looking for opportunity. Mm -hmm. To express themselves, to to meet the president and share ideas mm. on how better the country could be ruled. It's a waste of the time of the president mm. to have someone like that. Honestly, there are you know to to encounter the president. Yeah. You know, um, somebody's been accused of drug addiction, wife battering, mm. and all kinds of negative things. You know, mm. and then suddenly you merge in the office of the president. No, just imagine mm. in America in the White House. You bring in, a, you know, a nut, a crackhead, into the White House. You know, mm. it's not done. Mm. You know, a lot of investigations have gone into who the person is, mm. his past. You know, and what what will what reflection of of America would that be? Mm. You know, so and when that happened, particularly for young men who have stood up to the guy, mm. they, 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 you know, and and I I encounter a lot of these young men every time. So they they now perhaps. You know, be feeling that there is gain mm. in being unruly. There is gain mm. in in behaving in the manner that fellow behaves. You mm. know that kind of way. Yeah, yeah. So th that was what really worried me. So, second part of the question isn't that an indictment on the judgment of the president or on the judgment of the well, people that? Well, till today, I'm still trying to unravel the why mm. of that visit. Mm. The why. Sometimes, I. I I want to assume that could it be that it was designed to permanently keep the guy short, to permanently ridicule him, mm. and uh, take credibility off him. You know, if you have said all of those things, and you are not going back to your vomit, and you know, or is it a is it a design to present the president as a very forgiving spirit mm. or whatever it is? Mm. I'm still I'm still reflecting on it, and mm. I hope that. I'll come by enough facts by the mm. time the regime is over mm. to be able to clearly, you know, uh, adumbrate, you know, the reason why that happened. Or it could, it could just be, you know, one should not, maybe one should not even overanalyze. It could just be, you know, a poor judgment mm. on the mm. part of people who are supposed to mm. to put a check on, uh, um, yeah, on such. Okay, I have to follow up with I'll move on that because yeah. that's, a, that's really a side issue. Right. You know, I mean, the big news recently, obviously, yeah. was, yeah. you know, you coming out to say that. Mm. You know, um, now I want to say the perception yes. because I've learned that there is statements made yes. and there's a perception of statements yes. made. Now, the perception of statement made is that you came in and threw your heart mm -hmm. in support mm -hmm. of okay. Vice President Oshiba yes. yes. running for president. Mm -hmm. And so, two questions. Yes. One is, but the man has not declared. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Second question is, is this a confirmation that the man has declared to you no, people internally? I, I didn't say I was supporting the vice president in that statement. Mm -hmm. I said I won't cast my vote for for yes for Latino yes. Yes. yes yeah but people now in terms of I say it's the perception yes that, if I do not do that yes. then that must this must yes. be what I would do is yes. that the case? Well, we are still waiting for him. 
to come out and tell us, you know, if he's running. Mm-hmm. I, I personally would want him to do so. Right. You know, but he has not come out. So we wait, and yeah. there's still time. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So what? Why? Why did he feel the need mm-hmm. to make a statement against Balatinovo? Okay, let me let me tell you this. I first of all, that statement was necessitated by a very un- ugly incident. Okay. I. I got a call midnight, and I think no, not around 2 a.m. Mm. from one of my children, who said some people are calling her and threatening her that the father is not supporting Latinobu or is supporting the vice president of wow. Just I was I was trying to calm her down. Calls started coming in for me, threatening me too, and similarly text messages. And I said no, this must not stand. Stand. Mm. Mm. So I couldn't sleep all of the night. I, I tried to calm her down. I even tried to tell her leave Lagos come to Abuja if they will not allow you to, to survive there. So that was when I now decided that, look, in the morning, mm-hmm. if you read the statement very well, mm-hmm. I, told, I talked about threat to members of my family. family yes. That I needed to shout out so that the poor lady is not harmed mm-hmm. or I do not harm too. And incidentally, since I made that statement, mm-hmm. that those uh, threat, threat calls has, they, mm-hmm. they have disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's, uh, that was, you know. But, but the thing to say is this, people will then ask, why, why, why do you then choose that to say you are not going to support this person? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you be friends, you be yes. associates, and, yes. and that. well, again, I would say that. Look, I I spent like thirty years practicing journalism. Mm-hmm. I was in Senate for for four, for years. four years. I've been I've been in this uh, enterprise now for about six years mm-hmm. or more, and the um, the information available to me is not available to the to the other person on the street. You know, I I have the ability to know. Who, who, who has the capacity, mm-hmm. you know, as, as, at what point or the other, mm. to solve the problem that are perceived mm. about this country? Mm. And as my grandmother used to say, that the medicine of yesterday, mm. you know, may not be suitable for the diseases of today. Mm. You know, I mean, if somebody has done well in the past, mm. it doesn't mean that the same person will don't do well, mm. even given the same circumstances. Mm. Not to even talk of the fact that the circumstances are not the same now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I'm one. Who doesn't follow the hearts? Mm. You know, I, 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 I can bring my own disagreement to the public. Mm. Again, it, that takes me back to my journalism days. I take risks. You know, I, I, I say my mind. Mm. I, I do not do things because of what I can benefit. You know, mm. from from that. And again, it's a family thing. I, I come from a family where people are allowed to to disagree. Right. You know, my grandparents were action group. Mm. My dad was a sickest. You know, aha. <laughs> uh-huh. So, so when my so rebellion is in the blood. Yeah. So when my grandparents were behind the whole war fighting and all those kind of, my, my dad chose to go with a Zik and became one of the youth, uh, youth members of Zik's movement. And as okay. I said in that statement, my father grew older and decided to become MPN, a bit conservative, and I took on the radical thing. and decided not to go with him, and mm-hmm. he never killed me for it. He understood. Mm. Even now, you know, as I am in this government, my daughter has written and talked against the, you know, the government and criticized this government. Right. My daughter was even one time in front of Bolatinobu's house protesting. Yes, I remember yeah, doing so, the. So, and I, I, I see what she does. I, I never complained. Right. You know, the moment you are at, you are above eighteen, yeah, you have the right to so choose whichever part you want to follow in society. You know, your father, your mother should not. You know, expect you to tow their own line at mm. that at that point, and mm. and that is even the essence of youth. Mm. You know, ability mm. to 
to do things that are not expected, mm. you know, of them and, and for me. Mm. And that was the way I grew up. Why should I stop my children from also not following the same path? Yeah. And I believe that their own children will do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. when somebody says, oh, it's a betrayer, you are, yeah. you are a traitor, and I just look at them and smile. Yeah. So, can I not at this my age disagree with my leader? Mm. If I could disagree with my father mm. at a younger age, I mean, I, I read a lot, I, 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 I seek information a lot, I look mm. for facts, and that informed my decision about things and mm. about, about issues. So, mm. if you are just a Biapalo person, who only pick your information from the Biapalo, how do you then think that my choice and your choice will be the It'll same? Be the same thing. So, it's, uh, you have a problem, I don't have a problem. Right. So, yeah, and I, I've never missed it. Mm. When we say, you know, it was wrong of Babangida to have annulled you in 12 election, you know, everybody believed it was wrong. And of course, today, I know that by today, Babangida regretted that action. When we say it was wrong for Abasha to, to, you know, to, to, to govern Nigeria with Jack Booth and all of that, it was wrong, you know? So, it, 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 is, the, it is the nation of person who is perceptive, perceptive about society. Mm. To, to to come out and, and say his mind and be miles ahead of mm. generality of the people. Mm. You know. Mm. I mean I remember in the past I said something about somebody who was so popular in Yoruba land mm -hmm. and they were all up in arms, attacking me, calling me names. Where is that person today? You know, I mean so so I, I do not care really. You trust your instincts. Yes, I trust my instincts and I yeah. say what I what I what I am I'm convinced that you mm. say at any mm. time. Right. And so the thing is that I do not, I do not expect benefits from anybody. Hmm. You know, I do not. And let me also say this, you know, if I support Oshibajo, I, 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 he deserves to be supported. Hmm. You know, I've known this, as I said, I've known him since 1989. Mm -hmm. You know, he was my lawyer. He was a lawyer. He was on the governing board of my company. Hmm. You know, and in 1999, when Bola Ahmed Tinubu, when I worked for Bola Ahmed to become governor, he asked me, do you have, a, you have someone, do you know of someone who would be a good attorney general? I want to fight Obasanjo on this issue of federalism. Mm. And I said, I have a lawyer who is brilliant, who is smart, who is principled. And he said, go and call him. Myself, Abaya Nonoga. We went to call him. We sat down with him for one hour, mm. you know, talking about federalism and what there to be changed. Mm. And he said, well, that's my man. Mm. And he made him. And the man, you know, for eight years, proved himself. Mm. You know, and I was happy. And I was, I was, uh, I was vindicated, mm. you know. So, and I now have to come and work with him. And I see the way he work, day and night, committed, not asking for things for himself, you know, uh, committed to the people, committed to Nigeria. Mm. So, for me, and, and well-educated, mm. you know, can stand his own anywhere in the world. Comfortable with the young as is with the old, you know, comfortable with new technology, mm. you know, and always coming out with solutions to problems. Mm -hmm. Mine, I mean, it's, it doesn't... It doesn't cost me anything to align with such a person. Mm -hmm. What am I looking for in life? I'm looking for a better society. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for, you know, uh, a, a society where everybody can realize, you know, themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm looking for a society where people do not pile all of the resources of a country into their personal accounts. So if I see somebody who has all of those attributes, I have the right. To support that kind of person, right? Yeah. So if Oshiba you declares tomorrow that he's running, mm -hmm. and we have no apology, I will support him and I work for him. Right. Yeah. Right. Two follow-up questions to yes. that. One is, I mean, of course, anybody that's an adult and anybody has a constitutional right to run mm -hmm. for office, yes. but isn't there a 
resonance mm-hmm. to the claim that this is a form of betrayal because mm-hmm. Pres- um, um, President Buhari yes. has was sitting in the room yes. when a consortium of your leaders, Bisi Akonde, mm-hmm. said Tinubu conceded this office mm-hmm. of vice president mm-hmm. to Yemi Oshibajo. Mm-hmm. And if that is the case, isn't it just a, a matter of decency to, to say, okay, if this man could sacrifice for me, yes. maybe one good turn deserves another on a personal level. Well, well, I, I don't see governance in that uh, in that patronizing way. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. If you if we are not capable, mm. if he doesn't have value to add, nobody will have considered anything to him. Right. Yeah, and we are talking about Nigeria for God's sake. It's not a it's not a family title. You know, we are not choosing a chief or a king of a community. We are choosing the president of Nigeria, mm. a Nigeria that has challenges of insecurity. Mm. You know, uh, that have issues around unemployment. The economy is, you know, uh, needs, you know, uh, a hard push and mm. several other things. Mm. And you then look at it and say, look, you know, why we are not saying you are not a good man? We are saying, can we try somebody else, for, mm. for God's sake, who may have better capacity mm. at solving some of these problems? For me, it's not, it's not, you know, when you talk about Betrayer, we are we are very we are patronizing, mm. you know about that. I mean, if, if my if my dad suffers and uh, go went several nights not eating, not buying motor cars to train me in school, mm. and now time comes to appoint a bank manager, <laughs> and I have you know a super degree in economics and management. Now say, since my father has suffered for me, let me go and bring my father to come and be MD of that bank. Does that make sense? It doesn't. You know, we are looking for the person who can do the job, yeah. you know. Yeah. Why we are not saying it's not capable. We are saying that, you know, if put on a scale, mm-hmm. one person is better than is better than the right. other. Yes. And if President Buhari, mm-hmm. who has been quiet so far, yes. characteristically. Right. And who, who again, who was present at that big yes. you know, political jambo? Right. And who Tinubu was, he was the first person Tinubu informed of his aspiration yeah, yeah. openly. Yeah, this last one. This yeah. last one. Mm-hmm. If President Buhari says, okay, Tinubu is who I am mm-hmm. supporting, mm-hmm. will you fall in line? Never. Hmm. Take that from me. We'll write it down today. I'll go back to the farm. Hmm. Yeah, that's me. If I don't believe in you, I will not work for you. I will not work with you. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I remember sometime in, um, was it 2003? I, I, I was sleeping in the night and I got a call from, you know, somebody was once my lecturer mm. at IFE that the Obasanjo was looking for someone to be a spokesperson for his campaign. Mm. And uh, that they suggested, and I said, no, I have nothing in common with him. Mm. Yeah, I said, no, I'm not interested. So, right. Right. if what you are saying happens tomorrow, yes. I, I have farms I can, I can retire to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, and so I mean, with, with, without pushing the issue, and this is just because no, this I'm, came I'm to serious. I'm thinking, yes, yes, I'm, I, I'm being firm about this. I'm, yes, yes. But what? So if you say it's not that he's bad, it's yes. just that on a comparable scale. Yes. Then why, if he's selected, what is the case against him that would make you decide the farm is better? Well, there are quite a lot, of, a lot. Mm. But I, there are things I would not want to touch yeah. now. Okay. But there are things that I know. Mm. You know, by virtue of my position mm. and by virtue of my experience and knowledge, mm. by virtue of my also knowing him, mm. that I will not want to put in public. Maybe when we grow old and become 80 and I want to write my final 
autobiography. I can put those things there, but there are not things I can put now. Mm. Uh, it, will, it will be uncharitable, you know. Right. To be as if one is going out deliberately mm. to attack to attack his person. I, don't, I wouldn't want to do that. He, mm. he, he remains my friend. He remains my my leader, mm. and uh, I, I I love him. I cherish him. Mm. I I just don't want to be sentimental and emotional about the choice that will face Nigeria mm. come 2023. Yeah. Right. Are you a member of the APC? Oh, sure, certainly. Yes. Right. Do you think that that party is about to implode? We are, the reason why is, I mean, I mean, Abuja this week, yeah, this was the week of the convention. Yes. Machinations up and down. People are throwing attacks at the interim chairman. A consensus has arrived here. I was with the Governor Rufa yesterday on his way to the villa to go and, you know, <laughs> you know, people were worried that before Ramadan, we'll not be able to get the house in order. Now we're hearing convention march. Some people don't believe it because convention has been moved before. There is a different, unlike 2015, when everybody was in lockstep, all the parties behind Buhari, mm. right now the scenes might be busting open. Is that party about to implode? No, certainly not. Again, again Nigerians get too worried about symbols, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah, it, uh, mm. I, I, don't see, I don't see anything happening now that is a threat to the party. Really? I don't, I don't, I don't. People say there's an analogy between the APC now and the PDP yeah. in 2015. The PDP then, it never even imploded. I didn't, I didn't see ah. that. I didn't see that as an implosion. Right. If people are not able to achieve their purpose and decide to leave, then manage what is left. Hmm. It was the inability. What made people lose was the inability of the man at top of things hmm. to manage what was, what was left. They had, they still had a lot of, a lot of pluses mm. for them mm. to be able to manage uh, what what happened. Right. They, they didn't just have it, you know. Right. Yeah, they didn't just have Fantastic. it. But I, I don't, I don't. When I wake up mm -hmm. again, some of the things you pick up and read on social media. Yeah. You know, I wake up and see some stories and I, I smile. Yeah. Or I laugh. I or I pity people yeah. who are consuming that. Many of them are fake. Mm -hmm. Many of them are not true. Many of them are conjectures. Many of them are written by people who are practically mad and insane. You know. Mm. So people are not even. Able to take people are okay. I woke up one day. President Buhari wants Oshibajo the sack of Judo this week. Yeah. <laughs> Over what? You know, <laughs> that's about two weeks ago. I've not been sacked, and there was no one. Does Buhari look like someone who will won his uh, vice president <laughs> because of what? For is it that because he has ambition or he disagrees with uh, Tinubu mm. or who or what? You know, there was no sense in it, mm. and I. And there were professors forwarding it to me and saying, are you okay? Are you this? And I said, did you read this scene? Is there any logic to it? Does it make sense? Is it sequential? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's so much of that. So it takes someone who is at the center of it to know that some of the things that define or that, that mold your opinion, mm. either about the party, about the government, about individuals, mm. are just outrightly fake. And force, mm. you know. So it's uh, yeah. so that that yeah. so don't be worried. A APC will not implode. Right. The interest, you know, people struggle for power. It's normal. It's normal. Yes. Yeah. Struggling for power. Yeah. Struggling for advantage mm -hmm. is a normal thing mm. in, uh, in in politics. Yeah. And so we just dramatize the same. We over, we over dramatize of normal competition. Normal competition in politics. In politics. It's done. Yeah. In, look at Britain. Yeah. There's been so much drama around the fact that the prime minister had a party uh, when the COVID. Yes. <laughs> it's all the theater. It's people who want to have a, take advantage. Right. You know, this, the party, the government, they have a way of managing that, mm -hmm. and it fizzles away. Within mm -hmm. a week, 
you don't get to hear about it again. again. And it's off. Yeah. Final two questions. Yes. This has been really enlightening. Right. Thank you. Final two questions is one, people believe that the 2019 elections, mm -hmm. people have said, some people have, some credible people have said, mm -hmm. obviously, some from the PDP, 2019 elections, Buhari didn't win it. <laughs> that he's not that popular on the streets. What kind of thing? And the reason why I'm asking that is because they mm -hmm. say that shows what might happen in 2023 that Again. this party doesn't believe in the rule of law mm. and in the peaceful transfer of power that good luck jonathan mm. has modeled again you see the, you know <laughs> the we have, we have a problem in this country mm. newspaper and journalism is to help and assist people in making up their mind mm. in forming opinions mm. You no longer have enlightened opinions, enlightened feature articles, mm. enlightened reporting mm. to assist in this in this process. You know, right. it takes right. a Buhari to step out of Abuja mm -hmm. and go to Kano, go to Katsina, mm. go to Maiduguri to see whether Buhari is still popular or not popular. Mm. You know? Mm. Yeah. But people just sit down mm. somewhere in Ibadan or in Lagos. Ah, Buhari is unpopular. What do you base your judgment on have you conducted an opinion poll mm. you know how many of those that are there wrote, wrote, wrote for this man read your newspaper or read your opinion on uh, whatsapp <laughs> no, you know, that, that, that is the problem many of them do not mm. they don't even know that you exist mm. you know when you write for a paper that sells five thousand copies per day you think that the whole world is reading you and taking you seriously <laughs> you know and then you make judgments you made assertions that are of the mark, hmm. you know, so it, it is a problem of our democracy. Yeah. And the democracy grows in an environment where you have a vibrant, a vibrant media. Hmm. We don't have a vibrant media any longer in Nigeria. Hmm. And that itself is part of the problem of our democracy. Hmm. In, the, in the past, you know, when you read an editorial, that editorial is good enough to influence policy. Yes. Or to influence director, direction of governance. Yeah. But nobody cares to read editorials anymore. Today. Yeah. Yeah. In the past, it was January that they read budget. Mm. When the budget is read in January, mm -hmm. the day their budget is read, the newsroom is topsy-turvy. Mm. Oh, the editor will be shouting, and the guy in charge of transport, mm. the guy in charge of yes. economy, yeah. the guy in charge of this, yeah. we tear it apart, yeah. we analyze. The way domain we, experts. Yes, we, we talk to experts across mm. the country, call this lecturer in this university, call that lecturer, call that social critic. <laughs> None yeah, of that happens, happens anymore. Today. The guy on the street, the guy in the newsroom doesn't even understand what a budget is. Ask a guy in the newsroom, what is a budget? What is national budget? He doesn't know. Mm. And it's on economic decks. Mm. You know. Mm. So, so that's the problem. It's a big it's a problem. failure of the mediation of news and public, yeah, and opinion. public opinion. It's a yeah. big problem. You read the contents, you, you look at the grammar, you look at everything. Nothing to write home about. Right. So... I hope, I hope, you know, we'll find a solution to that in, in, the, in the nearest future. I mean, that is a conversation, obviously. I just think to myself, I need to sit down with you. Yes. Just talk about the direction of the media, but yeah, that's not the purpose. It's, it's, it's a big one. It's, it's, it's a, a big, big one. Yeah. Finally, right. 2023. Yes. You know, I always joke that every year in Nigeria is the, this election is the make or break the election. Nigeria will remain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have faith that this will oh, be certainly. a peaceful I do have faith. I do have faith. Right. I do have faith. That this will be a peaceful transition. It will be. It will come and go. Mm. A new president will be elected mm. and there will be the governance will continue. Mm. You know? It's people will drum up so much noise and you know create hysteria and all of that. Yet mm. everything will 
We've still been in place. Yeah, yeah. And, and go on. You know, look at all the all the hoopla, you know, on several fronts in this country over the years. Mm. Where does it lead to? Mm. That's why I, I, I keep saying, and I keep telling my own children, you know, if you believe in changing society, mm-hmm. if you believe in in uh, in adding value, mm. don't take the part of protest. Hmm. Yeah, really? Pro- protest will not lead you to anywhere. Hmm. Yeah, you know, go and join a political party. Hmm. You know, hmm. express your ideas, make contributions, add value, contest election, hmm. and then go and practicalize what okay. the ideas you have. Right. But if you are on the street protesting every time, the riot will quell. You go back. By the time you are 45, 50, you are frustrated. Mm. And you are not adding anything. You grow old mm. and uh, people will have taken power. Honestly. I mean, ordinarily, if we were, we, we, I, I, I joined in the, in the culture of protest, you know. And when 1999, Abdul said he was going to hand over power, we were insulting him. Mm. In fact, Chief Ganifa and me called us and said, any of you who participate in this thing is a traitor, is a betrayer to your cause, to everything. And we're scared. If I had gone to Ekiti at that time and say I want to become governor, if Femfalan had gone, if Olizak Bakoba had gone to his uh, place, if uh, several people like Abdul Lura had gone to, to Edo State, maybe our story would have been different because these were committed people. Mm. But we withdrew because we believed that our calling was protesting. <laughs> you know? And then there were elements who have never worked for one day in their life. Right. They, they became governor. There were people who have been jailed for shoplifting in London. They became governor. Mm. All kinds of people became governor. And we are yet to get out of the morass. They have thrown all history now. But, you know, the idea that you, the only person who is good in society is the one carrying placard, mm. Mm. you know, can never, mm. can never be. It can never be. Can never be. Yeah, you know. No monument has been, has been built for a critic. Mm. Anywhere in the world, mm. you know, mm. it's people who create, people who add value, people mm. who build things. You know, you're talking about things. People like Martin Luther, yes, part of co-creating the Civil Rights Act. Yes, yes. people like Nelson Mandela, yes, seized power in, yes. in office. Yes. People they, they, like Mandela. Yeah, you look, at, look at the example of Mandela. Mm. You know, if you had come out of prison and say, "To hell with this society! Mm. I can't govern. I don't believe in this." Some of the things we have learned from him today, we wouldn't have learned it here. Again, even, even in the case of people like Martin Luther, mm. they build organizations, mm. they build movements. We don't even care, we don't even have the facility mm. to build movements that endure right. you know, in our society. Right. We just jump on the streets you know, by instinct and protest against what we are not well informed about. You mm. Know? Mm. Yeah, that's mm. it. That's, that's it. So and then we blackmail others who don't want to become part of it and ask them to, it's unfortunate. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has thank actually you. been a masterclass. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I appreciate you making time right. this late in the night <laughs> to do this yeah. interview. I appreciate it. Thank you. And sir. I'm happy at what you are doing too. Thank you, sir. How far you have gone. And thank you, sir. I believe that you keep it up. The, you know, why the rots may be everywhere, there are still a good number of people mm. who are, are, are showing that they are different, mm. who are showing that they are informed, mm. and who are constantly educating themselves and pointing the way forward and shutting the path for the young people in this country. Uh, and I believe that you you have risen to become one of one of those. Um, Thank you, sir. I, I don't I don't get to watch TV this day, but I I often stumble on your interviews on uh, Instagram. Yes. I, uh, yes, I, yes. I take my time to to watch on Instagram. Thank you. And I think you are doing well. Thank you very much, my, sir. My, my, it's the journey that you helped me start. My my pleasure. Thank my you, pleasure. sir. Thank, Thank you, sir. Okay.